Welcome to Blooming Out, Indiana's only LGBTIQ news and public affairs show, featuring music, events, and interviews, both local and global. Live from the WFHB studios in Bloomington, Indiana, this is Blooming Out. Good evening, loves. Welcome back to another episode of Blooming Out, one of the nation's longest-running radio programs dedicated to bringing you information and commentary on news, personalities, and life from an LGBTIQ perspective. I'm Melanie Davis. I'm Justin Robertson. I'm Lucas Fisher. I'm Ireland Meacham. Yay, we're back. I'm sorry. What's up? (laughs) We had a hiccup last week. I apologize. How are you doing, Melanie? Are you feeling better? Um... I'm feeling a little better, yeah. Yep. So, um, we got tests to run and things to do, and, and, uh, yeah. So, no, Yay. I'm feeling better this week. Yay. Yay, feeling better. Breathing is good. <laughs> Yay for breathing. Yay for breathing. <laughs> um, I don't know. How's everybody else? Justin? I'm good, Melanie. Um, you know, it's been hot and steamy and but I've gone out to the lake a few times and really enjoyed that and boating. It's my favorite thing to do in the summer. So Yay. yeah, yeah. I'm doing well. Do you I like swimming too this week? Yeah. Ocean swimming? And the lake. Yep. Yeah. Do you swim in the lake, Justin? <laughs> I do, but I think it's funny that you ask me that. Why? <laughs> um, I don't know because maybe you're perceptive that I'm a bit of a sissy. I love to swim and I was a swimmer, you know, in high school and college and, but I like pools with chlorine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bottom. But I do, since I can't go to any swimming pools, I've been going to the lake and I'm just getting over it. I'm just like, you know, I don't care. There are sea monsters in here. There are dead bodies, dead party and body parts, fish pee. I'm just going in. Just take a jug of bleach and pour it in before you die. (laughs) (laughs) I think that that's a wonderful idea. And I probably would do that because, you know, I love that feeling of chlorine, just the silky cleanness, you know, your nails are all sparkly and I don't know. I I, I don't feel that way. (laughs) I can tell you that. I was on the swim team too. It reminds me of swimmers here. So. Oh, well, yeah, sure. But, you know, yeah, I would always have the earplugs and yeah, that was an essential thing because swimmers here is no fun. No, but uh, the lake is fun. I haven't actually been in it yet. Um, or just no, the, what ever or just the summer i um i've had health issues mm-hmm. i have uh um you know diabetic ulcer things on the bottom of my feet so i can't really go into the water because it'll get infected oh, and yeah. i've only got a finite number of toes i don't grow things back which is really sad because like that's too bad yeah because you know, i'll be like a salamander you know i don't understand it must be a millennial thing. It's a millennial thing. Well, they grow, they grow. <laughs> Do millennials grow their tails back like salamanders? Yeah. Do, right? you, have, do you have a tail, Justin? Are we even millennials? Not me. I'm not a millennial, but this is starting to make some sense to me because they, I mean, I'm going to be talking about you guys now, but millennials, the ones that live in my house, seem to think that they're super humid 
human, and uh, although they are super humid too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Where was I going with this? Oh, COVID nineteen. They don't think that they're going to get it. Oh yeah, and they're the biggest spreaders. They like to hang out with all their friends. Yeah. Yeah. Kick well. ass if I could. Well, you can just wait till they're asleep. Good advice. See, that's what I'm here for. I hope they don't listen to the show. I know that they don't because they're not interesting enough to. Ooh. <laughs> that was a burn. I did That's not like roasting his own kids. <laughs> I know I'm just roasting them, but I was actually with a. Uh, one of them who will remain nameless. And we were talking about the show and he was talking about how he's never going to wa- watch it, uh, listen to it. So I feel like I can roast him all I want. Awesome. Is that okay? We'll just do an episode. This is a safe, safe, yeah. a safe space for roasting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Feel free to Family. speak your mind. <laughs> of course, this all comes with the understanding that I love him with all my heart, right? But I also saw mm-hmm. Yeah. We all, I mean, anybody who has a family relationship feels that way, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's not just me. I have an entire family voting for Trump the second time, so. What? Oh, my God. Who voted for Trump? Who? They're, all my family are voting for Trump the second time, except maybe two. What? Yeah. Okay, so I'm even like, okay, the first time, I don't know why they did, but this time I just can't even imagine. What's in it for them? I I have no idea. I'm like I'm still wondering, and uh, I I think they see the economic aspects. They actually did benefit economically. I do have to say this is so strange because the stock market has been doing fine. I think that that's very suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's very good. suspicious. But, yeah, it's because yeah. we're we're throwing everyone under the front lines under the bus. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Well, all the um. You know, all the money that's actually going into like these stimulus packages aren't just for you know people. Most of the stimulus package is going to industry and and bailing mm-hmm. out um, uh, things that are very important to the investor class. So yeah. that drives uh, me so crazy too because that's our money. Well, well, anyone yeah. who has a job and yep. that's earn, the uh, or pays like taxes. Like if you ever buy anything. Well, but before they didn't really have to share it as much, right? And they've been working at sharing our money less and less with us. Um, it's been going mostly out, uh, and and that's worrisome. So that's why this whole new stimulus package thing is just a. Uh, I don't know if you saw what the uh, the Republican response offer was. It was trillions of dollars. Uh, for Defense Department spending and for um, uh, more tax cuts for uber wealthy people and things like that. It was real estate deals. Mm. Yeah, it was dirty, dirty. Well, so is your family really uber wealthy? Is that why they would vote for Trump? Not really, but I mean, everybody has their aspirations, right? (laughs) Um, And they also like, so like, one side are like old school Republicans. Right. Like they still remember Lincoln. And then the other side um, are, I think, more economic Republicans because they're, they're socially um, libertarian, you know, 
just like whatever, but um, but they vote Republican because of economic policy. I mean, I get that. I, it's it's not how I vote, but I do get that. But I don't see Trump as that type of Republican. I don't see him as a Republican at all. Oh, he's he's he wouldn't have any affiliation to anybody else. I think Trump is just unto himself. He's he's a uh, no man is an island except for him. Um, so, but let's see if he floats or sinks. One of those, yeah. just push him off in the ocean. Anyway, sorry, that was. Well, I don't know. What does the man actually? Uh, Im- what does he even embody? <laughs> Who knows? I don't They're know. Blind greed. That's yeah. And I mean, you, you just say economic policy, and it's like, what do you, what do you guys think that that is? Well, the, yeah, it's like for party, not just for him. I mean, he's just one person. He's he's eventually gonna go at some point. Um, but the party has been moving, uh, in a direction for fifty years or so. I mean, they've, um, they've really changed up. I mean, even more than that, sixty years, seventy. They they they've really changed their platform from who like my family when they came to america they saw them and they were like hey these people sound all right you know that they're they seem like good people they have good ideas but platform is completely changed um which actually is one of the the news points but we're not done where we we're off on republicans we haven't even found out how ireland's doing in the new york oh my gosh (laughs) in the new york um i'm good it's been really hot i went outside yesterday for a 10 minute walk and almost passed out so um that's fun and but thankfully i have ac so yeah um but i can't see but ireland's wearing a sweater with like a polo under it or something i am yes because it's nice and cool in my apartment so um icicles forming probably have a window unit right in new york yeah yeah we have a window unit and then another unit because our apartment is just like really long so it won't like travel and if you close the both the bedroom doors like the air won't flow oh, so okay. yeah so like when we wake up in the morning the kitchen's always really hot because we both close our doors and yeah but it's been good. I was thinking, speaking of swimming, because y'all were talking about the lake and everything, I'm thinking about going to the beach next uh, month. Um, next month? Yeah, because it's my birthday. I thought it would be fun, like, weekend birthday thing to do. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, Jacob Breeze Beach is supposed to be this really great queer beach. So, um, How is it with distancing and stuff? Hang out on the beach. Um, I mean, in public spaces like that, people just, you know, socially distant or, you know, stay six feet apart at least. Everyone has masks and um, on the beach, there's plenty of room to spread out. So awesome. Yeah, I know some places get really crowded, but, you know, I didn't know yeah. about you ever been to a beach in New York. Mm-hmm. I've heard that this beach that I'm planning on going to is like hasn't been very crowded recently. Um, so awesome. And yeah. queer friendly. That's Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, but New York update. Things are bad. Um, the unmarked vans are here now, uh, and they 
abducted a trans femme off the 18 year old homeless trans femme off the street yesterday. Um, yeah, uh, for damaging police cameras. And so they abducted her into an unmarked van and wouldn't tell anyone where she was. And she was released. She's safe now. She's fine. But it's See, this is so scary. I know. I know. This is not democracy <laughs> at all. She was literally walking like with protesters, you know, on her skateboard or something. They said. And they and, picked her out of the. the yeah. Restaurant. And there's a viral video going around of it. You can see it and like um, watch how they, yeah. Look for that. Damage it. I mean, because of the course they tackled her to the ground first because that's obviously what they needed to do. Yeah. You know, because clearly she's dangerous or something. Like, come on. <sighs> I don't understand why they do that. I mean, they just attack people. And it's like that. Yeah. They literally just want to inflict violence. Yeah. yeah. I don't get it, especially when everyone is capturing it on video. Like, literally, literally. They, there's, I mean, they, have you seen all the Karen videos? They just don't care. They really just don't care. They're they're the people who have this sort of um, authoritarian mindset. This this kind of uh, we are we're correct no matter what. They're just going to do what they want, you know. Yeah. And again, they have the side of the justice system, you know. They're behind them. They're right. That's the tough part. They don't have to do they don't have to go through any kind of repercussions for any damage that they cause, including to mm -hmm. human life. Well, plus they could just not use unmarked vans. What is the obsession with the unmarked vans? Close my mind. Maybe They're they don't have enough paddy wagons. That's, that's an insensitive term. I'm sorry. They don't have enough actual police vehicles and, and they probably don't because the volume of um, uh, people that they'd have to pick up. Plus, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I think these are federal cops. They're not even local cops. Yeah. They're like federal cops. So. And it's a mix of marshals and border patrol and sky marshals. Oh, yeah. Sky marshals. Like, and there were, you know, NYPD like helping them, like surrounding the vehicle with their bikes so could, people couldn't like go and bash it or anything. Right. Um, yeah. And then today um, people were obviously questioning our mayor, Bill de Blasio, who ran on a police reform ticket. Mm -hmm. Um and he's just deferring all questions to the police department and um, their statement on the on the matter. So he's clearly yeah, he's been holding into his cowardice. Yeah, he's been he's been he's been a disappointment for. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so much for him. Yeah. <sighs> That's but, yeah. But I what? mean, maybe it means that you know people will take that into account. For the next election right that's what i keep thinking I, I don't see how this helps their cause but right that's like I, what's unbelievable it really me. is unbelievable but you know maybe some people like this type of thing oh i'm sure they love it and justin mm -hmm. yes we and have one more person we haven't heard from we can't go off onto other subjects no we did justin first i was the right? first no 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 <laughs> haven't talked to lucas we have to talk to lucas oh right He's over here in the corner. I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said I went to the lake. That was good, right? Yeah. I did good. You did good. You took your garbage out, too. What? <laughs> you took your garbage out on time. How did you How know, do you that? know that? Because I go past his house like four times a day. I got it out. I was the first one on the street. 
Lucas, you have a stalker. Yeah. yeah, I do. I think I know who it is. I think I do too. <laughs> I have my first fan. Yay! <laughs> and neighbor. Good. That's okay. I stalk you too, Melanie. Yay! Well, you walk past the house. That's like... Yeah, I'm pretty blatant. I At least you pick up I... the poop. That's fine. That's... Now I'm getting jealous. <laughs> well, you had to not live in my neighborhood. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you guys could... You should move to your neighborhood. Pretty cool. Well, if you're there, yes, I'm sure it is. So, don't we have some news to discuss? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... I... Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say that I know that um, Ireland was going to talk about uh, Taylor Swift's song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do we listen to that song first? Yes. Let's Let's play that song first. It's got some beeps in it, folks. So just so you know. (laughs) Assumptions about why you switched your homeroom, but I think it's cause of me. Betty, one time I was riding on my skateboard when I passed your house, it's like I couldn't breathe. You heard the rumors from Inez, you can't believe a word she says most times, but this time it was true. The worst thing that I ever did was what I did to you. But if I just showed up at your party, would you have me? Would you want me? Would you tell me to go straight to hell or lead me to the garden? In the garden, would you trust me if I told you it was just a summer thing? I'm only 17, I don't know anything, but I know I miss you. side of the gym I was nowhere to be found I hate the crowds, you know that Plus I saw you dance with him You heard the rumors from Inez You can't believe a word she says most times But this time it was true The worst thing that I ever did Was what I did to you But if I just showed up at your party Would you have me? Would you want me? Would you tell me to go straight to hell? Or leave me to the garden? In the garden, would you trust me? If I told you it was just a summer thing I'm only 17 I don't know anything But I know I'm Just thinking 
Betty, I'm here on your doorstep And I planned it out for weeks now But it's finally sinking in Betty, right now is the last time I can dream about what happens when you see my face again The only thing I wanna do is make You had this sour face the whole time. So, uh, is she bi? I don't know. Okay, so I okay. Here's my take. <laughs> I'm not really a Taylor Swift fan. I used to be when I was little, but um, then she started doing her, you know, whole pop thing, and I was like, eh. Uh, but so I heard. I was, you know, the rumors were flying around. Like since it came out that like. Oh, this song is like queer and it's about she like is coming out in this song or whatever. But um and I was like, I don't know, like she did do you need to calm down and we had that whole discussion on it on another episode. But um so I was like, I don't know if she's like if this is gonna be like pandering or if it's just like real or if it's real and she really had, you know, a queer experience or whatever. And I like the second I started listening to it, I was like, Oh, okay, I believe her. You know, because it it for it resonated with just like the lyrics resonated with me and like my queer high school experience. So I was like, that that sounds like real to me. I don't know, but I don't know. I just thought it was a cute song. It's not you know one of my favorites or anything, but yeah. it's it's cute and you know that whole thing of like I have a crush on this person, but I don't know if I could tell them because I don't know if they. A or even you know or straight or whatever um or if I sh or if I tell them like what will happen will people make fun of me and like all that stuff so well I thought it was cute yeah it's um it's really 90s I was having yeah. flashbacks <laughs> to like all my my 90s uh post riot girl uh folky music and and there was one part in it there's one lyric there's one word and it's when uh when the uh singers apparently x or whoever pulls up and says james get in and i was like ah aha james james is that a first name is that a last name i mean um 
So well, we don't know. Name, right? Like, I mean, James is a very popular female name now. Is it? Yeah. It's also, it could be short for Jamie. Right. Hey, James. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, there's this ambiguity. And, um, and I think that's the intentional part. I think it's just open for yeah. It's not really um, necessarily as controversial as, you know, I kissed a girl or something, but, uh, which was just, <sighs> I, I love Katy Perry in many ways, but, um, mm. that song was already <laughs> done and it was done better the first time. Anyway. That's what I'm going <laughs> to say, Melanie. If you've been around long enough, that song's been done plenty of times. Yeah. Um, I do have to say that I was surprised that I liked the song because I can't stand Taylor Swift. When yeah. kids got into her for about five minutes, I was like, never play that in the house because I'm going to go crazy. Um, <laughs> but that was her pop period. And I think that this is back to her country roots, a lot like her first hit, yeah. to Bra, which I thought was really a sweet song. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking of that the other day, too. I think that Tim this McGraw. is best. You know, I think that this is much better than the pop stuff she puts out, which I just can't stand. And it's not that I actually like pop. I like, yeah. uh, but yeah. I think this is really, really bad. But that's just, yeah. I mean, it's all subjective, you know? So it just, to me, I'm just like, no, shut it off. Um, it mm -hmm. doesn't work me. But I think that this is a really sweet romantic song that's about anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And, sure. and that, that was what I liked about it. it. It is one of those easily relatable songs. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, for pretty much everybody. So. Yeah. And, I and go ahead. Oh, I was just going, going to say, to your point, Melanie, you sort of reminded you of the 90s. And you had sort of like that Lisa Loeb era, you know, yeah. but it even, which harkens back to the 70s, you know? So it reminds right. me of James Taylor and things like that. So it, it has quite a, a musical history behind it that also plays into nostalgia, which is nice. I like that. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Go on. So. Oh, no, I was just thinking that, um, you know, like going back to the question of like, is this song queer or not? I don't think that's, you know, the issue. I mean, first of all, there's such a fear of like bisexuality and everything that like people can't just accept that maybe she did have a crush on a girl in high school. Like, that's not as uncommon as people think. Um, exactly. But also, it's just, you know, like you said, it's just ambiguous. And I think it's it is a it can be a queer song because even if it doesn't, you know, I mean, it says Betty and whatever, but like even aside from that, like it just kind of resonated with my queer experience. And so it seems like a queer song to me. I don't know. Well, and I think that, I think that that's just kind of a universal experience, right? It's, mm -hmm. you know, falling in love and not knowing how to really do that right. Right. Yeah. When yeah. you're 17, I don't know anything, but I know I miss you. Like, that's cute, you know? And it is refreshing that it's, uh, you know, about two females, I, I believe. Um, because as you said to your point earlier, Ireland, that, uh, you know, people get crushes on people all the time. I think it sometimes doesn't matter how you identify yourself. Yeah. You know, I know that I've had crushes on girls, especially in school, you know? You just... Mm -hmm see people that you're very attracted to for one reason or another and you know you like to be around them or want to be like them or take inspiration from them so i think yeah that going on with the song Good i point. also like that it has a lyric about a cardigan because cardigans are my favorite things in the whole world 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> There's something about she says something about I kissed you in the car again and your cardigan, and I think that that's just a really nice um, lyric. I think You're I like got that wrong, but um, <laughs> <laughs> if it has a cardigan in it, I'm sold. Do you, do you like the band The Cardigans? Did we cover this already? We didn't cover this, but I I did like The Cardigans. Yes, I, yeah. I don't listen them like every day or anything well i mean they're not an everyday sort of band but (laughs) their cover of iron man is one of the best things i've ever heard so um (laughs) but is it a nancy reagan cardigan that's the real question that is the real question right i'm doubt we all want to know or (laughs) maybe the real question is are you nancy reagan Ooh. You can just crack this case wide open, Lucas. Oh my God. <laughs> Come on. Can All you right. do Nancy Reagan drag? Just because you got a, you know, maybe you got a really good cardigan. I mean, doesn't necessarily mean it's a Nancy Reagan cardigan. Like, no, exactly. I mean, my favorite cardigans were actually mohair cardigans that were really there you go. They were actually nice. more like a Kurt Cobain cardigan. Yeah. Without the brain chunks. I'm oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie, what? Oh, love your sense of humor. I, oh yeah. Um, that was brutal. Well, <laughs> it was Courtney Love's fault. Anyway. Uh, I went as him as for Halloween right after he died, and that wasn't very tasteful. No, that wasn't. I'll have to show you the picture, though, sometime. It's good. I'll have my, to tell you my Courtney Love Courtney. story sometime. But Oh, I you have a Courtney Love story? Yeah. Well, tell it now. No. Let's Why hear not? it. No, because it's not suitable for the radio. Sure it is. Okay. Everybody will, everybody will hate me. It's not suitable for radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that anybody ever talks to me afterward anything. is amazing. So um, so you met Courtney Love? No, I was at a concert and I was like, I don't know, 10 feet from her. And um, the hole came out to play. Mm-hmm. It was a Nine Inch Nails and this one weird band that nobody had ever heard of, Marilyn Manson. I don't know. Oh. It was their first national <laughs> tour with yeah. Nine Inch Nails and stuff. Hmm. And um, they picked up Hole in like Cincinnati or something uh, before we were up at the UIC Pavilion in Chicago. And Hole was just like touring with them for a little bit because it was right when they were starting to get back into things after... Uh, Kurt's death and Courtney was being uh, Courtney and just it wasn't a good scene and everybody went silent right like everybody the energy was really high uh, for Marilyn Manson because nobody had ever seen that kind of crazy before and then Hole came out and I appreciate the rest of the band for some reason I just can't stand Courtney and Mm -hmm. Um, uh, she was just being crappy and these kids were saying over on one side there, it was an all ages show. I'm not sure why any of those bands were suitable for all ages. Um, and anyway, they were saying, show us your boobs. And, uh, and so she did and said, here, amuse yourselves. And they went wild. It was like, I don't know if it was a school tour or whatever, school bus uh, drop-off or something, but there were like 14-year-olds at the show. 
Um, I got hit in the head by a size like five Doc Martin. I didn't even know they made them that small. <laughs> that's something that <laughs> size five Doc Martin. <laughs> I was gonna say that's that's typical of the era to get hit by in the head with Doc <laughs> Martin, but not a size five. Well, I mean, it was attached to a very young person too, and they were crowd surfing and whatever. And <laughs> so Courtney, we we knew the Courtney could hear us. We could, the whole stadium. I don't know how many thousands of people were there. The whole stadium was quiet, and we were right up against the the rail. Actually, I was right up against this poor kid who was up against the rail. Um. And he wasn't moving at all. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, the there was a, a young woman beside me, and we were all young, but uh, she said, she screamed up onto stage, uh, I've got bigger ones than those and mine are real. And Courtney snapped her head over to us, right? <laughs> and I was like, whoa. So she was, uh, you know, somewhat infuriated, and she played a couple more songs poorly and um and i i mentioned something about um performing fellatio on uh the business end of a 12 gauge and uh she said i'm going to i'm going to play one more effing song for you effing people before i effing leave (laughs) and the stadium erupted it just under us applause and i was like i feel horrible for saying that kind of because you know i was still in the you had kurt killed um uh camp and i would never say that like normally to people and that but you know there's that i was in my what i was 20 maybe 19 20 not thinking straight um and at the same part a little bit of me was like i just made whole leave oh my god um (laughs) it was probably the end of their set that was that was had nothing to do with me and i shouldn't be proud of that anyway um because i feel bad for the rest of the band but it's a cool story (laughs) sorry courtney you've inspired i'll never have a band now but i would like to have a band called size five doc martin (laughs) (laughs) to the head I deserved I deserved that kick. Little Doc Martin. I don't know. It's <gasps> that was my day. Thank you. Oh my god. No, I really feel guilty now. That's I I've always felt guilty. The like guilty. You know, twenty she's, years later. She's worse, and she's heard years. before. I mean, not that you're unoriginal. Or that is a mean, horrible, horrible thing to say. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that you know they made a whole documentary about it. That's just anyway oh, i learned an interesting kick. tidbit this week from my roommate jeffrey he said that one of his best friends who we went to college with her uncle was the guy from hole what yeah the guitar player guy oh yeah. um i didn't think of his my name. apologies <laughs> i'll pass it through the grapevine <laughs> thank you wow small small world yeah i know right See, it's coming back to haunt me. Now they now they know who I am and how to find me. Damn. <laughs> okay, Melanie, go on and feel bad about it. I am. Lucas is going to cut all this out. This is why Lucas is like leaning back in his chair going, oh, God, I got to. <laughs> oh, my back kind of hurts. Well, okay, so what else do we got? Well, we have a lot. Um, yeah. But 
Uh, What's happening? Spencer Pride canceled this oh. year. Oh yeah. Yep. And I saw the uh, morals of the morals of America page. I need to just stop following them. Right. Because I realized something about that. You know, even if there are people out there who despise us and think we're immoral. That doesn't make them like valid in any way, shape, or form. Right. And I used to think, oh, well, I should try to reason with them because they have beliefs that are reasonable. But I, I really no longer think of it that way. I, I just think of it as I, we don't have to pay attention to you people. Is really what I think now. It's kind of what I realized. It's like we, and no one, none of, none of us should take the time. Really, I think to. You know, I th- I think it's it is really just violence, and I see they just post more and more stuff. And so what, what did they say, Lucas? And and also explain who they are also, for people. Well, who also might- okay, y'all. So uh, the Morals of America Facebook page is a joint group uh, out of Spencer, mostly of people who are against pride i think i want to say that it was uh it originated out of a desire to get spencer pride out of spencer and to you'll remember that we uh covered this i can't remember exactly when it last year Mm -hmm. uh it was in november i think because they what ended up happening is they the owen county commissioners um, banned any activity from Owen County property, which meant that that year, December of 2019, was the Christmas without a Santa Claus <laughs> and also without a drag queen. But <laughs> Spencer Pride made plans <clears throat> to move into the streets after that, which was really cool because it actually just enabled them, all this hate, it basically enabled them to move out into the street more because the city council of, of uh, Spencer and there's a lot of community support in Spencer for pride. Anyway, that group is a hate group, morals of America. And they operate under the guise that they just have these very strongly held, held um, religious beliefs and they do not, you know, you know, now here's something terrible. You ready for the terrible the terrible thing that I saw the other day was some sort of propaganda of pandering to pandering LGBTQ people as pedophiles. Mm-hmm. And I just it just pissed me off so much. Because I really think a central tenet of their argument is that gay and trans people are pedophile pedophiles and it's just such a such a dumb argument it makes me so mad and it's yeah. just fuel for their fire they they f-ing love it it makes me so mad i guess so <laughs> yeah. and it, one hour and 14 minutes and 20 seconds you said the f word so <laughs> i'm gonna have to listen to it all but um, yeah i don't know i they they're just posters and i don't know what to do about it anymore because seconds <laughs> because they just post evil things and they are they're they're vile they've i mean they're called morals of america number one you're out of spencer i i wouldn't really 
claim all of America. Um, yeah, but there's nothing have... moral, moralistic about them. I mean, they've so. got like 800 likes though, or something stupid. Yeah, their morals do. aren't good. Well, one of their likes is yours. Well, that's true, but that's just because I'm watching them for surveillance. And there might Bond be a... you guys. If you're listening, I hope you're listening. Okay, they only have 300. So they are. They do listen to us. They do because every time I mention them in their show, they have a little fit. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Hi, hi, everybody. Hi, guys. Hi, we love hi, you. Hi, we hate you. We don't like you. <laughs> I love you. Jesus loves you. But you're being. Yeah, you're being naughty. Yeah, you're being, being naughty. Yeah, stop being bratty. Um, don't like it. Love they thy neighbor. Be... Come on. <laughs> As Jeez. thyself. Uh. But not during those times. But it's um, scary. I'm tired of seeing all this stuff. So, like, I mean, number one, they're they're a group that calls themselves that, and they've got. Anytime you have a, a group that is Morals of America or Focus on the Family or you know Super Freedom, uh, uh, Jesus Eagle, uh, whatever <laughs> you know, where they just like throw all these names in to show you just how righteous they are. Morons of America. Oh, I think you're getting kicked off. I'm I'm not sure, but I think you're getting kicked off. I'm um, tired of it. Just stop posting. Just stop. But they they are focused on the thing in November. Or the thing of last year. I think we may have started earlier. Uh, was they were um they were trying to get immoral. I think that was their their thing. Um. Uh, non-family friendly programming off of county property and it was directly aimed at uh spencer pride and right because yeah. right they were just calling they were just calling for the ban of immoral lewd behavior lewd, in yeah. public spaces and, which, and uh, they were yeah. saying that dildos were being sold and right. There was pornographic material everywhere, and um, not true. It was not true. And... The only Melanie in the alleyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> and the you know the man wears from her raincoat. Well, <laughs> I couldn't afford booth rent. Um, <laughs> sorry, but no, I mean that that was that was their focus, and it it ruined you know the the christmas thing because they wanted to get rid of something that wasn't even what they said it was so bad that i mean they what's the term shoot yourself in the foot um they canceled christmas they canceled themselves. christmas i know it's pretty funny um it's just you know mean-spirited stuff but anyway spencer uh pride isn't gonna happen this year anyway so i'm sure they're very happy about that um well, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't. It's I not don't a know. joke. Do what? It's not a joke. I don't like it. I think. I think uh, all these anti-LGBT groups started COVID just so we couldn't have Pride this year. <laughs> yeah, blame it on them. I agree. <laughs> I would agree. That sounds about right. All right, let's start that one. Uh, speaking of COVID, we all know it's like really damaging the African-American and, and communities of color um, because it's showing the uh, disparities that were already there in the system. It's just making them 
even more deadly than they already were. Um, but that also includes the LGBTQ community because we are um, still marginalized. And with these, the, the latest uh, White House move to, despite our, our newfound protection from um, employment discrimination in certain cases, we still don't have protection in healthcare, and in fact, the opposite. So when um, Trump decided to uh, roll back protections for LGBT folk uh, for healthcare, you know, saying that workers and hospitals, and and we're starting to see more and more reports of this now, where people are being denied care because they are. Uh, found to be queer and that's not okay with the uh, Catholic run hospital. I think that was at actually a, a med school affiliated hospital in Boston that um, denied a, a transmasculine person a hysterectomy. Um, but they would do hysterectomies all day long on cis women. Um, so it's that's that's going through the courts now too because it's also public affiliated so you can't discriminate like that but apparently they can because they're also affiliated with the catholic church and they have to abide by catholic church teaching so we'll see how that plays out um but yeah so we have a hard time sometimes accessing or we already have bad relationships with a healthcare system in this country and we might not want to seek care um, until it's too late. So it, it's, it's scary. Um, also, the jobs we work, right? So <laughs> marginalized people work jobs that are a little bit riskier. At a lot of customer service jobs, a lot of jobs that are seen to be, are considered to be essential. So we're not necessarily all sitting at home and waiting for this to pass, we're interacting with the public a lot more. So that adds on to it. Was it two in five LGBTQ folk uh, work in the five industries most impacted by the pandemic? Food service, hospitals, K-12 education, colleges, and retail. So um, thank God for the uh, pushback on the education level, at least. So I don't know, have you, like, not that you would need to, but um, Monroe County, School Corporation. School is set to open next week, and they pushed it back a week later. It was supposed to open in person with online options, and now it's going to be completely online until at least September 11th. Um, was that right? I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah that, I didn't know they, about that either. They just announced it yesterday. So, um, you know, well, nothing that's like good, in the last minute. At least, yeah. <laughs> I was getting really, really worried about all of that. I mean, there's, it just makes no sense in any world to go back to school in a week, a week from now. Come yeah. on. Absolutely not, Ireland. I mean, I just can't believe this. It's, it's just insanity. And I'm surprised that IU is going to reopen and University yeah. of Michigan and all these other colleges. All these yeah. kids are going to bring it with them. And then I know back home. The, the IU plan makes no sense too. No plan. Yeah, it makes, it no, makes sense. no plan. <laughs> it's hardly a plan, really. It's sort of like a, it's like a, um, 
what's it's like a plot bring yeah, from what I here and then mm-hmm. they'll get sick by thanksgiving and then send them home right that's yeah from what i've go. heard from um my sister who's supposed to go back to school whenever iu reopens um she said that they their argument is that students are supposed to get tested before they come back to campus and then they're not allowed to leave on the weekends and there's no breaks until Thanksgiving break. And then I guess from Thanksgiving break, once everyone goes home, they're just home for winter break. What does that mean they're not allowed? I don't know. Like they're gonna leave. It's right, exactly. I said any student with a car can do whatever they want, you know? Like that's no way to, you you can't keep the entire student body of Indiana University on campus at all times. There's no way to enforce that. You can't keep them from partying. You can't keep them from, no. or keep them, tell them to wear masks and enforce that. It's, they're, they're going to do what they want to do. And like Justin was saying, you know, his, uh, young folk are not really into that whole. Oh, they're not at all. People safe thing. I mean, <laughs> thought about it. Maybe they want me to get it. But yeah, they're like, only old get it. we don't care. And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not an old person, but I am someone of advanced years or something. And I'm like, yeah, but you can give it to me. They don't care. <laughs> of course, maybe I shouldn't blame them. I'm pretty evil. Well, and they want your bark around. Talk about them on the radio. But they don't know that. You're right. And if they listen, they would have a reason to hate me, but they have no reason. <laughs> Use that as a bargain. I buy their raisin bran, you know? Ooh. <laughs> Maybe that's why they hate you. You need to get some Captain Crunch in there. Yeah, but then I would eat it. Peanut butter Captain Crunch. <laughs> oh, my favorite thing, but I haven't had it for 30 years. But, uh, what was I saying? I mean, I am an old guy because I just keep forgetting. I mean, I have to oh, go to the- talking about spreading and and kids and, are spreading. Young, young people spreading uh, coronavirus potentially. Oh right. I mean, there were frat parties happening in April. Yeah. Right. So like, uh, there's nothing's going to stop them from partying, you know? No. Yeah, you can't stop the party rocking. Oh no! <laughs> you went there. <laughs> Is that and our... that's it for our show this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's a oh, second okay. music break. We're going to play. Who have rock. we not offended on the show so far? Because we need to attack them. No, not everybody. <laughs> We're like equal opportunity offenders. This, <laughs> But I think we covered the entire right-leaning spectrum. So, mm-hmm. yeah. The college um, and yeah. the university. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Monroe County School Corporation. And... Well, no, they ended up doing the right thing. But I know a lot of you know a lot of kids who were in the uh, um, South really doesn't have a, a thriving GSA. Um, but the North's GSA is you know pretty big, and they the kids met every week, and you know they had that interaction, and they they just didn't have that, and they were trying to figure out how to uh, come together. They tried to have Zoom meetings and stuff like that. And I'm, it really, it's not the same. And those are those are the people I worry about too. You know, the young, young folk who are just coming into their own, not maybe sure about what kind of support they have at home. Although it's better than it was, you know, back in, back in the day, even 10 years ago. Um, 
But they they count on these places, these spaces, these times uh, to socialize, to, you know, work on who they are as people uh, together, which is the whole point of high school, right? Um, and now they don't have that. So uh, if you know any young LGBT folk, uh, give them a little extra love, but space too, because some of them are uh, wary of... <laughs> My child's in high school, and she's like, don't hug me. And then, you know, an hour later, she's in saying, I want a hug. Um, <laughs> That's I can do that because she's in my household. But no, I mean, just let them know you're there and that you're thinking about them and that they are loved and they are needed and, and um, they are valuable. Because it's tough right now. It's tough for the kids and tell them not to party rock. Yeah. No more of that ever again. No more. No more. However, you know, we've been harping on the GOP. There is some good news out of North Dakota of all places. Um, not much news comes out of North Dakota. All five people there are, you know, pretty, pretty racist. Now? Yeah. <laughs> I can't say uh, no. Um, no, you can't paint everybody with the same brush, right? They're a non-racist right-wing folk, too. Mm, I heard. Nope. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, that is me. I'm beginning to wonder, actually. I take responsibility for that. If you I used to be like, oh, there, there are all sorts of right-wing people or all sorts of Republicans, but I think if you stay with this party, the way that they are reacting and how racist and homophobic they have been, it, there's, yeah, no other re there's no reason to stay with them. I couldn't do it yeah. with my own party. Yeah, yeah, I can barely stay with the Democratic Party. I don't yeah, seriously. Harder, harder, but I, I mean, compared to the Republicans, it's much. If more you support people who do bad things, that I mean, you're doing the bad things too. It's yeah. And just because you're, Although I do want to urge everybody to support whoever is running against Trump, and yeah. I don't care if it's a bowl of bananas, I don't care, a monkey, an actual donkey, just support <laughs> that. We can deal with them later, but we can't got to get the Trump administration out of here. They're completely un-American, undemocratic. It it doesn't right. really matter whether you're Democrat or Republican because he's neither. And you know his uh, his niece would marry. Um, yeah, who wrote the book? Came out with her book. Oh yeah, and, I want to uh, read it really badly. Oh yeah, damn, I want to read it too. The strongest thing that she said that I heard so far, I haven't read the book because I still haven't. I just don't have time to read. I need to get an audio book or something. But why is it not free? Uh, <laughs> to every voter, um, <laughs> is, no, she said she money was, off the Trump name too, right? <laughs> uh she said that uh, Donald is extremely uncomfortable around LGBTQ folk. So uh, that kind of just... I'm shocked. What? No, it, <laughs> it's true. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't like us? What? Trump and doesn't like that, You know, admitted, and everybody knows it in the family, and everybody knows it in real life, and there are still people who are trying to tell us that... No, no, no. He's doing a great job. Just like he says he's, you know, the best president for for uh, African American folk. Um, bullshit. Uh, 
But why does that Jenner woman support him? What? Her name? The one that used to be Bruce Jenner? Oh, Caitlin. Caitlin. Why um, does she I don't know that she supports him so much anymore. She might still be a Republican, but she uh she has publicly stated that she's very disappointed in his his actions. So didn't we talk about that? I think on this show that she was yeah. really surprised that he um, banned trans people from the military. Right. But I was like, well, <laughs> have you not been paying attention to anything that's going on? Just because you're a celebrity and you're, you've been on the box of Wheaties does not make you able to think. Um so speaking of crazy celebrities, has anybody heard about the Madonna COVID situation? No. Oh, I just saw something about that. I didn't read the article, though. She's a COVID conspiracy theorist. Oh. And she's really supportive of this quack doctor, yeah. uh, Dr. Stella Emanuel. Oh, she supports that one, too? Yeah. The, the sex with demons and yes. the yes. alien DNA drugs? I haven't heard about this one. Oh, that's the one Trump she was... Says, she says, this woman is my hero. Thank you, Stella Emanuel. She posted that on Twitter. Um, I am one of the few people in my community that has always felt Madonna was just completely unbalanced and insane, and I have not been a fan. And I really think this woman needs help. She's been very insane about the whole COVID thing from the beginning. Remember when she posted that uh, video of her in a bathtub and like oh, we're all no. in this together and she's surrounded by rose petals and just completely out of sync. Like that's not what we're all doing, you know? You had your moment. Move <laughs> on. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been waiting for her to go away since I was 14. <laughs> she just won't. I'm afraid of the same thing going to happen for Trump because it's just okay. people don't care if people are absolutely insane. Yeah, they literally don't. And and you know, I don't. The term insane, I think, is is troublesome too. Well, um, that's probably true, and I. Yeah. Because you know there are a lot of people out there suffering with mental illness, and we. I, I've been watching a lot of these, these people react to the masks and the the. Um, pretty much anything that somebody has that deep visceral screaming in the parking lot reaction to um those people aren't mentally healthy yeah you know and they need help and our our system doesn't give uh legitimacy to people who are suffering from from mental health issues mm -hmm. and they really need to because those folks are suffering and everybody around them is suffering and it's not doing anybody any good. Um, so we need to do better in that. And, uh, uh, and I, that does start kind of with our, our language. I've been trying to figure out how to articulate well, language, that. Yeah, I mean, it's a very difficult thing, right? Language, but insane. We say things like uh, people make an insane amount of porridge or whatever. Um, right. You know, I mean, is it is it strictly? I mean, does that even really apply to somebody who um, is? I mean, now? it's a really gay term, okay? So, is it? No, I'm just drawing. Uh, I'm a drawing a correlation between using. <laughs> Are you using the term gay, like people? Yeah, using... meaning bad, or meaning you well, know. So you see, when you said that, I thought, oh, is it? That's great. You know what I mean? Sort of like 
That's fierce. I feel like the word gay has been used. It's gay. Oh yeah, really? <laughs> I gotta try it. Well, it's oh. like even Walmart. Did you see or carrying queer eye lines? Yeah, furniture and stuff. I'm like, it's a different world. Um, I don't know. I mean, language is problematic, but it's also it's it's changing all the time. Yeah. How can we possibly get it right? Well, you know, you just try, and and that's that's all that you can do. I the the whole thing about I only know my whatever. I only know. I call the dog by my son's name and my son by the dog name. I only know their correct name for about twenty minutes of the day. Yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> I if I can keep track. I just call all the cats asshole. So and that works. Um, <laughs> that was uh, hour thirty six forty eight seconds. Uh, <laughs> but you know the the uh, we were once considered. You know, and and still many people do consider us not to be uh, mentally stable and mentally well. So, um, and I know a lot of uh, people who suffer from various mental illness, uh, mental illnesses. So I try to be a little more sensitive and, and understanding with that because... Um, well, what if people, I think Madonna suffers from a mental illness? Well, and people who think that illness comes from having sex with demons in your dreams. It, and, it, it, and by the way, it has an anti-LGBT component to it. Mm -hmm. uh, that um, men who have... Uh, no. <laughs> demons who have sex with men in their dreams take the sperm from the men and then the demons turn into men and have sex with other men and that promotes homosexuality and conversion of that seriously Who's not that? so this, many this uh doctor <laughs> did she really yeah that sounds you see that sounds like so much fun I mean, it's just, it just on makes, the surface, you know, so much more exotic than like Justin needs party. to go to a white party stat. I mean, you know, <laughs> except for all the whole COVID thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just always feel like our community is portrayed as so much more exotic than we usually are. Well, everything that is unfamiliar is right. But, um, no, that lady is uh, dangerously delusional. And the fact that people are, are giving any kind of credence to what she says is uh, scary as hell, especially when they're the leader of the free world and um, they're a third of the nation actually believes anything that he says. So right. that's a whole lot of people. And then somebody who's supposedly an ally of our community and so many people in our community look up to and she posts something like this too, I think is terribly irresponsible and makes her untrustworthy in my eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm... Okay, so we offended Madonna now. Who else are we going after? Everybody. Hey, you know what? Sometimes there's there's news in uh, and, and it feels a little... Um, like a guilty pleasure. Uh -huh. uh, you've heard of Louis Gohmert? No. What? Texas Republican? Virulently anti-LGBT? 
Is he uh, the one as Corona? Yeah, he's the one that just came down. Yes, I, I, I have. Um, I, I just had this afternoon. Gomert has his own. Gomert was a meme before memes were memes. Um, <laughs> just the name Gomert is <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Call them memes just to piss people off. Memes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Gomer came down with it. He's probably infected many other people because he's buddy buddy chummy chummy sits right next to people, talks with talking with them and without masks for ever. Um and said he would only start wearing a mask when uh when he got it, which you know, kind of defeats the whole thing. <laughs> but but Gomert's been a thorn in the LGBT side for forever. Wait, is he the one that says that the mask gave it to him? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because he had to wear a mask somewhere, and then he's convinced that the mask gave him COVID. Oh my gosh. He's also the one who said that LGBT folk won't be able to go out into outer space because we can't reproduce and um uh do we have to reproduce in outer space we <laughs> for colonization I mean, but i i was just like i just don't i don't get it and uh, are we planning to colonize outer space i think gomert is already there <laughs> he, he's he's another one of those ones who I says stuff kind of like you know alien dna and stuff like that he's he's really uh, um, How do these people get these jobs? There are a whole lot of people who believe as they do. Mm-hmm. And there are a whole lot of people who probably need some help and aren't finding it. And um, this sounds perfectly plausible to them. So, And that's scary. That's sad. It's sad. And, it's, it's, um, it's, it depresses me. And, you know, I can't even be mad at people for you know people who actually believe this people who might have uh a problem uh parsing reality mad at them what why can't you be mad at them well because i i don't think that they actually do it intentionally i think this is i mean if you can't tell the difference between reality and illness being caused by sex with demons there's there's a disconnect there that isn't your fault you know um and i see a lot of people going off on on folks like that and i'm like it's really this is beyond their their reach you know it might feel really good to hate on people who are uh hateful and uh and they're dangerous for sure but i like they have kids they've got kids who grow up and see their parents going off on aliens and well, um and they, they have kids who ha- see their parents voting for Trump the second time uh going what the actual I just mm-hmm. with people who hate I have such a difficult time with that sort of hatred and irrational hatred Exactly it's irrational so where the heck does that come from you know is that a, a character flaw? Is that a mental health issue? Is what? You know, people need... I don't know. I don't know what they need. If I knew that, I'd be... I have no... I mean, people need... People. Boogie or boogie. <laughs> people need people. Hey, Babs. 
<laughs> people need a boogeyman or a boogie woman or a boogie them or a boogie whatever, you know. Boogie nights. Boogie nights. A boogie them. That's me. That's my gender identity. Boogie them. <laughs> Definitely a boogie them. Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we all need uh, some sort of villain, I think, to blame things on. And even uh, <clears throat> my own liberal party does it. Right. Lot, I think. But in this case, <laughs> I'm sorry, with this administration, with this craziness, it's like uh, you, you just can't be, I don't know, saying, you know, what is it she says? Infertility is caused by having sex with demons, things like no, that. No, just illness. Illness. COVID. Yeah. Any. She's also a preacher, so mm -hmm. she's uh, she wears two hats. And they're both tinfoil. <laughs> Sorry. What is her religion exactly? I mean, does it have a name? I, I have no idea. That I did not research. Um it's just so like Salem witch trial. I can't believe we're in the 21st century. We're not. We're all in the same thing. We're not. It's we're all 16th century. This is stuff that's been, well, we're getting way, way off topic. But anyway, I think we've got plenty enough stuff for the show. What do you mm -hmm. think? Sounds Should we mention, um, did you hear about Pose getting snubbed for Emmy noms? No. Uh, should we just mention that real quick? Yeah. So okay. what's that about Pose now? Yeah, so yesterday, the Emmy I think yesterday, the Emmy nominations came out and none of the amazing, incredible trans and non-binary actors that are on Pose got nominated for a second year. Um, last year, Billy Porter won for lead actor, um, which was great, but also he's, you know, uh, you know, he's... Oh, you're broken up there. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, can you hear me? Now we can. Yeah, you're good. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I just, they just, for a second year in a row, they just snubbed all the amazing trans writers that write for the show. It didn't get nominated again for best drama series. It um, basically didn't get anything. And right. last mm. year they like, you know, threw him a bone and gave the nomination and the win to Billy Porter and like they nominated them for best drama series or something for the first season, but then they just completely ignore them this season. And it's well, just like they gave I them, don't know. You know, they they gave they gave the one, they gave the nod, and now they moved on. Right, yeah. It's yeah, just they're really frustrating not that, that are they? About, because right. Yeah. People it's, needing to have representation and demanding that over and over again. Mm -hmm. But you know, when you look at uh well, I mean, how long have the Emmys been around? I, I yeah. think this is the late 1940s, so for some time. And, <laughs> you know, how many people have been black? How many women directors have even ever won for a television right. show or even been hired for one? It's, it, yeah. it's a terribly misogynistic and homophobic industry, which is very bizarre because I think that the LGBT community and women are extremely creative no. Yeah, literally, there would be no TV or media or anything without the LGBTQ community. And like, we're a hundred percent right. We're in the music industry. We're everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, it was just kind of because um, especially this season that dealt with such like you know 
issues. Like there was an episode, I didn't finish it yet, but there was an episode about um, spoilers if, you know, people haven't seen it and want to, but an episode that dealt with uh, one of the women being murdered and um, it deals with AIDS and the declining health of Billy Porter's character. And it's just a really incredible season. And it's really sad to me that they didn't get nominated, but India Moore, who plays um, uh, Angel, mm-hmm. said uh, on Twitter, I didn't invent the Academy or any of the award shows. Imagine if we depended on cis people to validate anything about us. Right. And I just love that. Yes. Snap, 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 snap. Good for them for that saying was, that. That was a beautiful response. Oh. And she's absolutely right, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're absolutely right. Yeah. It's... um. There's still a long way to go, so. <sighs> but, you know, at least we have shows like that to bring these things to light um, mm-hmm. and to to really get uh, the message out because people are watching it. Pe- many people are watching it. Many people are, are, are seeing it. Um, that's why the whole Ellen DeGeneres thing is kind of disappointing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Damn it, Ellen. Should have done better. We were counting on we you. Should, we should have seen this coming from the second she posted that photo with George Bush. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and her, her defense of it. Yeah. That yeah. was what was really disturbing. Um, all right. Justin, do you want to do the, the going out thing? Does anybody else want to do it? If anybody knows it, they can do it. I can. Oh, no. I'll post it up to the... Um, I'll, I'm texting it right now. There you go. Who did you send it to? I just sent it to the general text. Sorry. Do you want me to send it to uh, the chat? No, I I didn't. I didn't get it either. Anywhere. Just send it to me. Just send what? it to Lucas can do it. I have to do it? All right, I'll try. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, no. It was just to you, Lucas. I'm sorry. I I texted you uh, after I talked to <laughs> Ireland, they're planning this. Do you yeah. have your Do you have your ball mic? I've never done this before. There you go. Are you ready? I like next. She's she's gonna keep us out of the Emmys. So yeah. gonna, so you're gonna say you're Lucas Fisher, right? And yeah. Okay. Who's gonna go next? Justin. Okay. Justin, then Ireland, and then I'll do the the oh, roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. You want me to say? Hold on. Oh yeah. Say we're out of time. Well, we've concluded this week's episode. I'm so happy we got through it. Thank you all for being here. Blooming Out is a production of WFHB Community Radio and produced by Melanie Davis and Cade Young. Lucas Fisher is me, our engineer. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Lucas Fisher. I'm Justin Robertson. I'm Ireland Meacham. And I'm Melanie Davis. Remember, if everything were straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Be well, stay safe, speak truth, manifest equity, demand justice, and good night from your blooming out family. Good night. That was fun. It was fun. It's always fun just talking to you guys, and I forget that we're actually doing a show. So I, <laughs> I know that's why it's like <laughs> we talked about things that didn't matter. So two you can, hours long. <laughs> you can cut them out. You can, you can cut me out of the show, Lucas, if you want. Isn't that so funny? I just forget that we're doing a show.